0: Hello, and yes, you are now listening to season two of my podcast, Get Off My Lawn. Once again, I am your host, Eric Buckner, and we are starting a new season, but unfortunately, we do have to address some old episodes and issues. So in this episode, season two premiere of Get Off My Podcast, today we are asking and actually really stating the statement itself. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? So let's get into it, shall we? What are we doing here? Do understand that we are having some issues here in 2020. And the pandemic is only one of them. Here, we're sitting here. Trying to deal with a problem that is worldwide and deal with it supposedly the best way we can. And then something comes to the forefront. That being police brutality, particularly among people of color. Now keep in mind, this has been going on for as long as I've been alive and my ancestors' ancestors have been alive. Let's be honest. But it once again came to the forefront with the just brutal killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This happened and it set the world on fire because at that moment, a lot of us looked up and said, enough is enough. We're done with this. This has to stop today right now 2020 and so we landed our voices with the help of our people of non-color allies and waged protests all across the americas and all across the world and so hopefully the goal was to really for the first time ever see some change see some things actually start to be different And in certain cases, small victories have been won. It really started to seem like it was sinking into folks that we need to do things a little differently. And that things need to be done differently. But then, as the weeks and months go on, we start to see it happen over and over and over again. With... The incidents in Atlanta, with the incident with Jacob Blake in Wisconsin, with the incident we learned of this week that happened even before George Floyd in Rochester, New York. People of color being detained for a variety of different reasons, but then being dealt with with violent and very, very often unnecessary force. They killed. They tried to kill Jacob Blake. Seven shots to the back as he was going to get in his car. Yes, they said he had a knife. But there were multiple officers on the scene with weapons of mass destruction to their disposal. Not to mention people who are supposed to be trained in how to de-escalate situations like this and to obtain people without the use of a weapon. That should be the first, I repeat, that should be the first line of thought process when dealing with any type of situation. Now, yes, if push comes to shove and You see that there's no alternative but to use force and deal with it in that manner. I understand that. But in the same token, was seven shots necessary even if that was the case? Seven. Think about that. Even the biggest a person, I would think, under normal circumstances, if shot multiple times, is going to at least slow down enough to where you can detain them at that point. Why was seven shots in the back at close range remotely necessary? Let's not even forget the fact that it was done in front of his small children. People who will now be traumatized for life. Along with family members and the people that were on the scene to witness that because there were several witnesses on the scene after what happened to George Floyd and the outpouring of that how does that still continue to happen as an officer who I know has been aware of what happened and at that point probably have reviewed some things to if you get in that situation this is what you should do instead of how do you still find yourself in that situation months later. Just a few months later, mind you. How does that happen? And then, what makes it even crazier, some people still look to justify these actions. The difference between now and 2020 and probably previous is that most of these things are being recorded, people. You can see them for yourself. Yeah, you don't always get what happened Prior to that moment. But in the same token. You can't help but see what you see. And how can it possibly be justified as right? Regardless of what that person may have done previously. Regardless to what other crimes, misdemeanors, what have you, may have been done. Hell, in some people's cases, they were not criminals at all. They were merely just sleeping in their bed in their own home. And killed by the police. Sitting there eating ice cream. And killed by the police in their own home. And I'm sure. For all the present examples that. Constantly get put. In the news. From people recording. In these last few months. This is only a very very small portion. Of what's really going on out here. And despite. Our protests. To demand change. It's still going on. And some people just accept it as status quo. Some people don't even seem to care. That it's going on at all. What are we doing here? Really what are we doing here? Again. What are we doing here? Now. In the midst of all this. It's being seen as some type of crazy. Gang gang. The red gang and the blue gang. Yes the Democrats and Republicans. Seems like everything. Now. Is being measured. Across those lines. Whether it happened. In a city ran by Republicans. In a state ran by Republicans or Democrats. If. Congress people. Whoever they may be speak upon it, whether they were Republican or Democrat. All these people are supposed to be working for the people. It should not matter. Again, I repeat, it should not matter what political party that person is in. If that person's primary focus is to look out for their constituents and not just the constituents that voted for them but the constituents in that district, regardless of color, creed, vote, what have you, because once you are elected to these jobs, that is your job to look out for us all. If you are unable to do your job, it's like any other job in America. You should no longer be doing your job, period. And now the thing that ties it all in is of course, the leader yes he still in season two does not get the respect of saying his name out my mouth because in order to get respect you have to earn respect and that person and i even use that term lucy has not earned any respect here because he continues to use language that is divisive he continues to tell us things to pit us against one another As the leader of this United States, that is something he should not be doing. Point blank. He is using statements and rhetoric to pit city people against suburban people. To pit white people against black people. To pit people who choose to wear PPE and people who choose not to. He is constantly showing all type of just despicable behavior. And then the thing that kills me as a person of color is that when these atrocities that happen to my people by the hands of the police, you do not properly contend with what happens if you acknowledge them at all. And then when you go to acknowledge them, you do not acknowledge them correctly. You don't show any remorse or sorrow or empathy for what happened to these people. Not for real. Because in the end, their thoughts and opinions don't seem to really matter to you. The only thing the leader cares about are the leader's base. And let's be honest, he don't even care about most of the base. He cares about his rich, white, Republican counterparts. Yes, I said it. Because you know it's true. Everybody else is just pawns in the game. But we'll get back to that dude a couple weeks from now. Got plenty to say on that subject. As November 3rd comes up, you know what I'm saying. But again, even though he is the quote unquote leader, we still have minds of our own, don't we? When do we stop thinking for ourselves? When do we stop trusting what we see? Not what we hear about, not what type of slant people are putting on it. What we physically see, we see what's going on with our own two eyes. We see the effect that it's having over 180,000 people have died in the United States alone from COVID-19. Yes, that many. And you have to see that most of them should not have happened. It's because of the way it's being dealt with. But we'll get to that a little bit later. But bottom line is, we are emphasizing the wrong things for where I'm sitting here on the porch, people. We are encouraging parents to send their kids to school knowing that because the proper funding has not been allotted to the schools because of how we're dealing with that in Congress at the moment, a damn shame. That as we're sending these kids to school, they are not getting the proper protections and the proper protocols cannot be truly done in order to keep them safe from the virus that is why here in the first month or so of school being open there's at least 38 states that have reported multiple multiple and is in more than one or two or three outbreaks of coronavirus in both colleges high schools elementary middle schools preschools even in texas But yet and still, there's still that push to want to do so. And yes, I understand. As a person that's been teaching a young one of late, it is extremely difficult at times to get these kids to focus enough to do what they need to do for their required learning in a home setting. Crazy as that sounds, because you should not be anywhere more comfortable than you are at home. Unless, of course, again, you're somebody of color because you don't know what might happen. But I digress. This is a situation that is also problematic to me because every state, every city, every county seems to want to have their own little twists and turns in how to deal with this. Why are we still not all on the same page with this thing? That's the part I don't get. Hell, there's been more of a uh, push of the last couple weeks from the leader to have sports in high school and college implemented than anything else. Think about some of these sports. Football, a contact sport where one person rams it to another person in the middle of a field. Oftentimes as the fall and winter goes on. in the cold. The cold which nothing but enhances respiratory illnesses. Do you research people? More likely to get it in cold environments than warm. Just the facts. But also the exchange of bodily fluids. Saliva. Sweat. Blood. All those things. Come into play in that. The close proximity. The breathing on one another. There are no. There's face masks obviously in football. But not masks that cover your mouth and nose to that extent. Because of course you couldn't play football doing that could you. But these things. Can only lead. To the spread of something. Now yes. As we are here. Knee deep in 2020, after several months of isolation and shutting it down, opening it back up, what have you. Some people have not spent not one second being sick whatsoever. So they figure, I ain't got sick by now. Why even worry about it? Yes, the virus spread is going down. it's declining. But partially that's because of the mandates That the majority of people have finally seen the common sense in doing to where they mandate people wear masks and practice social distancing. The fact that most of the major corporations not wanting to get sued or not wanting to be that company to show that they didn't really care about people. So then when the time comes for you to spend your money during Christmas time, because that's what half of them really worried about. Let's be honest. That's when they make most of their money. That you will shop with them and not other people who showed they cared a little less. So, yeah, as you see these commercials, they're going to show the Walmart people wearing the mask and the Target people wearing the mask and Amazon people wearing the mask. And in most of these places, it's happening. But let's be honest, we don't win in these businesses that's supposed to be mandated to have people wear masks at all times. That is the rule of law here in Michigan at the moment. Is it really going on like that? Let me tell you, I don't get out much these days. I'm pressing my social distancing. But when I do, when I go to these places, yeah, the majority of them are doing it, but it's still people that doing their own thing, and purposely so. Daring you to test their civil liberties and uh their freedom to do as they please here in America. And foolishly so, I might add because they're being encouraged by the leader and his cronies to do so. Because when he comes on television, he chooses not to wear it, it's just not for me, he says. But then of course the person running against him in office goes out of his way to show you that he's wearing his and he gets ridiculed and criticized for it, called weak. Really? Really? People, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Let's discuss it a little further in a moment. Yes, we're back. And today's topic is, what are we doing here? And of course, I've already discussed in several parts of this and in several episodes previous in season one about COVID-19. So, yes, yeah, season two, we're going to get into that. Oftentimes. People, again, if you don't like it, get over it. It is a substantial part to everything that's going on in 2020. It can't be avoided right now. I could choose to ignore it like some of you choose to, but I'm not going to. Because that will be foolish as far as I'm concerned. Now, speaking of you people who choose to just ignore it and try your very best to live your normal life. You right now, people, are part of the problem, not the solution. Yes, I understand that as people, we get lonely, we get claustrophobic, we need to get out and do things. I get all that. And there's ways that we have shown that it could be done safer. Because yes, Again, let me acknowledge for the people in the back, just because you go outside and wear a mask does not mean you are completely and totally protected from coronavirus. But it does help lessen the spread by a considerable amount. Just because you stay six to 10 feet away from people does not mean you will absolutely not get the coronavirus. I understand that as well. But again, it helps control the spread. Again, let us point out that more than half now is being said that are people who are spreading the virus are people who are asymptomatic. In other words, people that show no signs, symptoms of having it whatsoever. So how do they know if they're spreading it or not? They don't. How do you know if they are those people? You don't. It's just like when you go outside. You know it's hot or it's cold. Yeah, I understand there's laws against it. But you can choose not to wear your clothing and go outside. And sure, you might be just fine. But you also could go outside and not wear your clothing. And because you got rained on or it was too hot... Or what have you. Something wrong may happen because of that. Yeah, when you get in your car, the law in the land is to wear your seatbelt. And some of you don't do it anyway. But it is the law. And most of you follow it because it's the law. Why is this mass thing in most places viewed as so much different? That I don't get. And then there's those of you that insist on going on these trips, particularly because of the fact that you've gained some extra money because of how part of the pandemic was dealt with. And it's not really that. It's because most of you don't pay your bills and whatnot to that extent anyway. So you in turn take that money and go out and have a good time. But how good is the time you're having when most of the places you're going, you could not do everything to the full extent that you normally would. Here's a thought I want to put in people's head. If you take, say, a trip money and just acknowledge that it'll probably be another three to six months before they come up with some type of vaccine and just put that up and just try to deal with 2020 the best you can. Next year, when you're able to fully enjoy things and you don't have all these extra restrictions you would have now when you go think about how much better that trip will be because of that in addition to the fact you have extra money that you would not have spent otherwise to go on the trip with just a thought and another thing the parties people how many reports have we had now of all these basically super spreader parties where people just insist on partying and being in each other's face and purposely not wearing a mask and what have you. And then weeks later, here we go with people from said party showing COVID-19 and when they do the contact tracing, it traces back to said party, social gathering, what have you. The motorcycle convention they have every year in South Dakota, already people dying. People coming up positive from that were 50,000 pluses out here just wilding. I understand we are so accustomed to our traditions and what we used to do every year. But these are not ordinary times, people. And from what we can see, there's only a temporary pause in the system. Because one of these vaccines is bound to be effective enough to work. And it's definitely looking like it's going to happen sometime next year or maybe even the end of this year. Though anything that happens in this next 60 days, I really, really, really would not trust as much. Quickie vaccines. Yeah, we'll have that discussion, too, in season two. But what you need to understand is this is a fluid process. This whole thing. 2020 a little different. And here in September. We should have that understanding by now. So we need to start dealing with it. A little different. Understand. It's just not meant to be the same right now. And I know it's a struggle. For some of y'all to get that in your head. But it's not. And then yeah. There'll be some of you look, Well I've been doing. And living me. And I'm living my life. And ain't nothing happened to me. I'm good. A lot of people started out that way. Hell, you probably will end up that way, perhaps. But there's two things you got to consider. One, year ain't over yet. COVID ain't over yet. Yeah, you might have been good in the first few months. Winter's coming, people. Winter's coming. And if the virus is this bad now during the summer, imagine how much worse it's going to be in the winter. With all those extra clothes and stuff you got on. To keep all the virus and stuff in your system. When the heat. Is all in the buildings. And just circulating all that bad COVID air back and forth. And with everything opening up more and more. Every day. So more people are out. On a regular basis. Adding more fuel to that flame. Think about that. And the second thing to think about. People. COVID has shown you by now. It does not care. How rich you are. It does not care. What color you are. It does not care. What gender you are. Hell. It did not care. That you was the sexiest man alive. Idris Elba. It did not care. If you were. A former WWE champion. The Rock. It did not care if you were a family member of The Rock. Because they all ended up getting it. It did not care if you were a nationally televised reporter, Chris Cuomo. It didn't care if you were the mayor of Miami. It did not care if you were the prime minister of England or the prince. Hell, it did not even care that you were one of the best pitchers of all time and a Hall of Famer because in the end it killed Tom Seaver or at least played a very significant part in doing so so if all these people managed to get it are you really that much more special that you won't? Particularly if you're living a life to where you're more likely to get it Because of how you do it, constantly walking around, damn that mask, damn what they talking about. It's still people out here that say it's a hoax. You out your damn mind. 15 million people plus across the world have contracted the virus and you still think it's a hoax? You damn dummy. Wake the fuck up. Really? What are we doing here? And now, of course, we are deep in the political season and have to consider who to vote for. (laughs) I'll get to that in full another episode real soon. But right now, as far as president goes, there's two candidates and then there's this foolishness known as whatever the hell Kanye West is doing Kanye stop wasting your money bruh you know good and damn well you ain't about to be the president of the United States now or ever ever yes brother you had some good songs and you've done some good things for people And hopefully we'll continue to do so after the fact. But you're not doing anybody any favors with this quote unquote presidential walk, as you call it. You are in the way. Use your platform more to help your people. And cut this foolishness out. Ain't nobody voting for you for real. And if they do, they damn stupid too. Yes, I said it. Again, people, I'm asking, what are we doing here? And I ask this in regards now to the money situation that's going on. Because, yeah, it was said the unemployment benefits that were sent out was too much for people. It was distracting them from wanting to go to work because they were receiving so much money from doing so. Yes, because they are not giving out the unemployment benefit at this point and job growth has continued to grow. Keep in mind it's more because people are going back to their jobs that have opened back up more so than people going to new jobs. I don't give a damn what they say. It's still over 20 million people in the United States unemployed. And even those that aren't unemployed, they're still not getting the type of money they normally would have gotten. All these restaurants that's open. Most of them are open at half capacity. 25% capacity. Just take out only. Those workers are still struggling. Some of the other places. Where normally you would depend on how many hours you get. To determine how much money you're able to receive and pay your bills with. Most of these places are not open full time right now. A lot of these gyms and Bowling alleys and places of that are not fully open in many parts of the country. And yeah, the leader would be like, well, the Democratic. Bullshit. Bullshit. That is not the issue. The issue that COVID-19 is real and the majority of us still take it for that. And we're not going out to do unnecessary things. Because yes, these are fun things, some of these things to do, but they're not necessary things. And yes, I am concerned about people's mental health and what dealing with this is doing to them emotionally. I've had a couple days where I wasn't feeling all that well about life because of that. I get it, but I still choose to deal with it responsibly. And hopefully the majority of people will still continue to do so. Don't listen to this foolishness that the leaders now here. And now, of course, because we don't have the unemployment benefits this last month or so, you know, they come up with the quickie solution. But, of course, a lot of people still have not seen that money. I know I haven't with this whole FEMA uh, solution and $300. All complicated bullshit just to uh Show that, yes, I'm the leader. I care. Not really. Just trying to get your vote. And in the end, let's be honest, they're going to fix it. Unemployment will be back on probably sometime before the end of the month when they finally get through bickering about the other shit they're trying to stick in the bill one way or the other. Because they know you cannot just allow $20 plus to just dangle in the wind. They know that most of the moratoriums up until the last couple of days for people getting put out of their homes was over and people were starting to put people out on the streets and they had no way in hell to pay for these things. So where are they going to go? They know all this stuff is going on, but again, it's all for the big play play. It's all for people to say, okay, well, look, they fixed it. He fixed it. Good job, leader. He gave us this extra stimulus money. Good job, leader. And people, for the love of God, if people get that twelve hundred, whatever it's gonna be, leave them alone. They want to gamble it at the casino. They want to uh give it out to hookers and uh, whatever they choose to do that with that money. Just like when they get the income tax money and all that. Yeah, we may speak on it and advise them, don't blow the money, but in the end, it's theirs to blow. They paid into the system, most of them. Let them do them. So, all that being said, what are we doing here? Quite frankly, I still don't know. I still don't get some of this. As I sit here looking on the porch, I'm trying to figure it out, but do know, If we don't start to really look at what we're doing here, it's definitely going to get worse before it gets better. And I mean real worse. So that being said, at this time, as I'm about to shut it down for this week's episode, let me again thank all the people who have helped me in this process, who have supported me in this process. Thank you so very much. If you are a new listener, thank you as well. And let me tell you about the newly created Get Off My Lawn information page that I have set up on Facebook. So that if you have an opinion about this particular episode or any previous episode, if you have any ideas that you would like for me to participate upon in future episodes, that is your form to do so. If you like to meet other like-minded people who have shown interest in the show one way or the other, you may meet them there as well. I am looking forward to hearing your comments. Good, bad, or otherwise. Like I said, if you liked it, you did, you didn't, you didn't. But let me know. It helps all the way around. I myself could take constructive criticism. I hope you guys can as well. So all that being said, again, it is get off my lawn exclamation point one two three you may look it up on Facebook and ask for an invite invite only because if you on some real real stupid stuff we ain't got time for that quality opinions only please so anyway this ends this particular episode of Get Off My Lawn Season 2 there will be more to come I again thank you and tell you all to be safe be blessed. Please be informed. Don't just buy it for what they're telling you. If you're not sure, look it up. Ask people that know. Ask people you think know. Don't just accept it for status quo. All right, guys. Till next time, I'm out.